Hi, everyone. Really great seeing all of you joining us today. I will let you a couple of seconds to ramp up as I do introduction. Welcome to another episode of Fortinet Live. In this episode, we're going to provide more information around our latest announcement on SOC services and training overall. My name is Karen. I am VP of Products and Solution, and I have Rob with me, who is VP of Global Training. Hi, Karen. Nice to see you. Nice to see you, Rob. We're still remote. <laughs> Hopefully soon we will be all in the same room together here. Um, I want to start by talking about why we even made this announcement and investment originally within this offering. And it has to do with everyone probably on this session is handling on their day-to-day -day life. We keep seeing the attack surface being more and more sophisticated for a good reason. There is a lot of money today and a lot of profit that people are making in the cybersecurity market on the attacker side, which encourage more um, development in it as well. And they're pretty innovative. So we are all feeling it all around. And then we have multiple products that are coming into service of organization as they shift to work from anywhere, hence they're remote, and this you know, opportunity for us to talk to you through different medium like LinkedIn today or Facebook or any other social media. So we're adding more application that we are using to communicate with customers and vendors. We're adding more way for our employees to communicate into organization and everything is escalating to allow for this unified world to work together. On the other side of it, you have existing teams in the organization who need to onboard, manage those products, as well as the interaction with different people. You can assume that they're pretty overloaded, and probably many of you on this session feel that as well. Um, as you get more and more alert that you need to handle, you require more automation. Otherwise, you have so many manual operations that you need to do just to get everything running. So with that, I hear a lot of you talking to us about the technology and we have a dedicated session for it to keep explaining and talking about automation and machine learning in the service of providing more effective and fast and real-time security. But we also talk about the people and the processes that are involved to make sure that we deliver the right level of service to the organization that we work at. As a vendor in the cybersecurity space, we hear all of you as we work with you daily and we expanded our portfolio of offering uh, to allow for more support for different teams in the organization as you move forward. Rob is responsible for a lot of our training, overarching training, um, and I think that it's include kind of three categories. Uh, Rob, do you want to talk about the categories of training that we offer today? Yeah, you know, we 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 really try to uh, address a lot of different audiences through our training as, as the, you know, the threat landscape has, has expanded. And, you know, certainly we've been talking about the skills gap for many, many years. So, you know, we've really evolved from this traditional approach of uh, just focusing on uh, training engineers who have cyber security in their job titles to really expanding now to focus training on, on anyone within an organization ranging from, uh, anyone sitting in front of a computer that just needs a, a greater awareness of cybersecurity, right through to people that are working in the NOC and the SOC, right up to the board uh, level uh, for, you know, communicating when breaches occur and, and, and the, the, the associated risk and so on. But, you know, we've really talked about the cybersecurity skills gap for, you know, a long time and, you know, the, the broad range of audiences and so on. Uh, you know, I'd, I'd like to hear more about it from your perspective and the products and the services and, and you know, how you see those different roles uh, and how training uh, and, and awareness are important. 
Yeah, I, I agree that uh, cybersecurity, and as I said, a lot of you are experiencing this, is kind of a shared responsibility model today. And as we, we historically had a lot of investment in training employees and security experts, um, what we are seeing more, especially on the SOC side of the house, and I think it's also backed up by numbers, by many research that you see out there, it's probably the hardest location in the organization to obtain talent as well as keep them you know, working for you because of the exhaustion and burnout that they experience. So we have a dedicated security training built to augment those teams, but we do it again in different levels. One of them is just making sure that the team can offload some of their tasks to our own team. So our own 40 guard lab team who are expert in cybersecurity, they build, maintain and train our own machine learning, offer their own tools as well as expertise to different organizations, SOC team, allowing them to offload tier one analysis, which is pretty heavy lift for a lot of them, uh, into our team. And we will go back to them with you know tier two or three for uh, joint work to kind of elevate and remediate that, that incident. What that allow us to do is to offer focused services. So now that you offload some of your work and you get more time, you can actually start working on strategic initiative and making sure that you train your team to stay up to speed for protecting against a full scope of attack. So moving them out of a specific screen or specific system to an evaluation of the readiness of the entire company, technology, people, and processes to protect against different types of attack, like phishing or ransomware attack or email attacks, um, and make sure that the organization is up to date. We find it to be probably the most effective way to prevent attack moving forward, because our own incident response team, when we come and talk to those SOC team, we learn that they have all of the product in place, but they're not well configured to work in a flow with everything else and everyone else in the organization. So we expanded that offering, and we also offer now specific assessment services. As we shift from basic vulnerability assessment to external attack surface management, as well as a shift for brand protection and the requirement to help them negotiate the dark market, to buy back credential or take down uh, different websites that are fake by, you know, post by their name, we also offer assessment for those type um, of services. They can run it themselves or they can call us. Again, the main focus is to keep that team focused on strategic initiative and addressing and solving for real acoustic incident that they have in the environment versus spending a lot of time on coordination and just you know reducing noise. But this is short term. Uh, they are still lacking in you know bringing people in and also making sure that all of the other team are understanding security. So what we see a lot of the time is the product may not be calibrated correctly or run the security in a way that even bring the data into the logs that then the SOC team or our system have to harvest. So I want to I want to actually bring it back to Europe to talk about um, the joint responsibility model in cybersecurity and to start with the short term. What are we doing to help the SOC team make sure that the people in the organization are not being used as an entry point, and we know humans are our weakest point, mm -hmm. and also that the other security team and networking team understand the importance of capabilities in the product being you know, enabled or have the knowledge to calibrate it correctly to make sure that the SOC team actually get the data that they need to do those investigation mm -hmm. and mediation. Yeah, you know, there's a number of things that we're doing, certainly in the, in the short term, uh, as, as I mentioned previously, you know, traditionally, we were focused on 
training engineers on, on how to configure our products. And, and that's obviously still very, very critical for folks that uh, are doing that day in and day out. But uh, you know, if we can really step back and change our mindset to really, rather than just teaching people how to configure products uh, you know, in, in a data center or in a SAW, but to really increase the overall security posture as a company, that means we need to train everyone. And uh, you know, because of that, you know, we, we still provide product training. We provide training to you know, anyone sitting in front of a computer so that we can change that mindset from our employees being the weakest link to, the, to our employees being uh, our, our, our strongest personal firewalls and our strongest line of defense. Uh, and we can do that through effective employee awareness training. And so we have, we have services that we've developed in that area. But, you know, we can't do this alone. And, and we've really uh, started to focus in on partnerships at a, so that we can really scale this training. And uh, to date, uh, you know, I'm pleased to say that we're now partnered with over 400 academic partners around the world in 90 different countries. We, we have academic partners so that they can take this training uh, and, and integrate it into their longer term academic programs. You know, we're partnering with uh, government agencies, law enforcement agencies, so organizations like NATO, Interpol, uh, World Economic Forum. We're involved uh, in the Center for Cyber, uh, or sorry, the, the Cybersecurity Learning Hub with, with uh, World Economic Forum. So there's a number of different partnerships that we're focused on to try to scale this training because it has become such a, a broad audience that we're focused on. Uh, you know, and, and because of the skills gap, you know, we've really had to think outside the box of how do we how do we find the people to fill these jobs? So we, we've also started to partner with a lot of organizations to start to leverage, um, I, I guess, what I would call underrepresented groups within our industry. So we've we've partnered very closely with organizations like Women in Cybersecurity, for example, where we've started to run summer camps and cyber camps and really start to look at uh at uh, ways that, that we can, uh, can you know, really create a very diverse working environment within cyber, uh, you know, looking at veterans and bringing them into the industry. So it's really become quite a, a partnership to really scale this to the degree, to the degree that, it, that it needs to. Yeah, the long term is, is very important. And you were mentioned uh, different organization and going down to um, represent or start with, you know, early age groups and, and kids. My son is actually was DDoS in a game, came to me, can you fix the DDoS to the firewall so I will not be kicked out of a game? So I think I need to recruit him too. And if anyone here has, you know, young kids, Rob is your guy to keep training, mm -hmm. training them up uh, and make sure that they join our workforce. Like Rob was saying, it's, it's a community effort uh, to bring unification to everything that we do. So we need more people and it's our responsibility to train them and bring them in. It's also our responsibility to keep them in the business and make sure that they are not burned out or exhausted. In the same way that Rob was covering the interwork with different government agencies, we do the same for threat hunting as well. We have to work as a community. We offer this um, to SOC team. Our incident response team will come in and help them sequence playbook across multiple processes, not only security. Um, and I think that this is probably the biggest, the biggest message for every cybersecurity out there, um, it is a joint responsibility for us to bring new generation in, to make sure that we leverage everyone in the workforce and bring them into you know, our awesome, awesome industry. 
uh, and make sure that we take care of ourselves as well and leverage automation tools and services so we can stay here for the long run and, and make sure that this is all secure for everyone else. Yeah, and, and I, I think it's important, you know, as you've said, you know, it's, you know, there's the, the short term strategy and the longer term strategy. And certainly from a training and education perspective, we're taking that approach where we do have a lot of uh, activities that are, are happening right now. I mentioned, you know, working with, with women in cybersecurity, working with all these government agencies to get training out there to the people that are in the industry today. It's, it's obviously a lot easier to, to, to make that training happen now. But, you know, focusing on the, uh, the cybersecurity workforce of the future and really starting to look at how do we get that training, um, you know, to, to folks as young as we possibly can. So we've started to work with high schools. We're working right now, there was actually uh, an event with, uh, with MITRE, the MITRE organization where we, we've launched a capture the flag competition that started a few weeks ago uh, for university students. And that's, uh, that's going on until April. Uh, where we're really uh, taking engineering students and really trying to get cyber into their programs. And through this capture the flag uh, with MITRE, we have um, 80 teams or teams from 80 different universities participating over a 12-week period where it's real hands-on and they're really, uh, you know, I, I think going to be much more excited about, you know, roles in cybersecurity coming out of something like that, uh, you know, as, as they get to work on real-life problems and, uh, and, and get rewarded for it. Thank you, everyone, for joining us in today's session. Um, I have several uh, call to action for you. One, if you are passionate about this topic, please do reach out to us. We would love to have you as a partner. If you are you know, in a school district and you want to run run of those programs, please, please join us. It's very critical for all of us to make sure that this initiative move forward at the right scale. Uh, also to elevate our own, you know, our own tension here as, as the more mature workforce in, in this environment. Uh, and feel free to reach out to us to get more information on any of the services if you're looking to uh, get some breathing room within your daily and refocus on strategic initiative. Thank you again for joining us today. Thank you, Rob, uh, for sharing your knowledge and your enthusiasm around training the universe for cybersecurity with us as well.